Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Jesse McAnally. And I'm Andrew DeWolf. And welcome to Musicals with Cheese, a podcast where I try to get Andrew to like musical theater. Except today, it's a little bit different. We, we're doing things different. It's not It's not on our usual day, Andrew. Is What is it, a Monday now? It's Monday. It's just barely Monday. Got it in uh, under. I feel like we've already done this episode, too. Yeah, except now we're doing it for reals. This is literally for real this time. Yeah, last time we were just, like, memeing around, watching some yeah. TikTok, and now... We were, we were riding, you know, the meme train then. We were just like, uh, let's see where this goes, but now... It's legit. It's legit. But what are we talking about, Andrew? What are we talking about? We're talking about Remy the Ratatouille, um, the rat of all of my dreams. I still can't get over how bad those lyrics are. I can't the, those lyrics don't think. appear in the in the show, really, by the end of it. They take that melody a bunch, but they don't sing Remy the Ratatouille, they, the rat of all our dreams. They end the show with it, though. I mean, that's fine. That's that's the iconic one. It's okay. To, but in the narrative, they never call him Remy the Ratatouille. We're talking about Ratatouille the TikTok musical. Ratatouille the TikTok musical, but, like, the real one. Not The real one. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be very clear. We aren't talking about... No, no, fake ones out there. No fake Ratatouille musicals. We're talking about the legit shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so the Ratatouille musical was put together by a bunch of TikTokers that all together got into this group think of like, what if there were songs to, to, to the Ratatouille movie? And what if it was a stage musical? And all these talented collaborators came on together to make something interesting. You know? like They made something. They, For they sure. Did. What have we made in our lives, Andrew, that compares to the Ratatouille musical? They've I mean, done more I, than us. I, I think our show combined probably has a similar number of downloads. I, I, I don't know. I'm going to say no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm argue no. Um, because this one, like, pay what you will event um, over, it was for one night, basically, for 72 hours. They made over a million dollars. That's a full week of, like, Broadway ticket sales. It's in true. one performance for one uh, show. Who who gets that money? It goes. It went to the actors fund or the something actors like fund, that. Yep, that's the way they got around all the unions of people and all these big actors coming together. Did they have so to get rights they, from Disney and all that as well? The only thing from Disney I saw was a special thanks, like right at the end of the credits. That was Did, the only mention. Maybe they Disney. they only needed to ask Disney like, can we do this one time thing? I think for the fact that it isn't for a profit is part of the reason why they were able to get away with that. Well, that doesn't necessarily have much to do with copyright a lot of times, though. Like, just because you do something for free doesn't mean you get to violate copyright. Well, this is kind of like Disney didn't want to be the one ruining everyone's fun, if that makes sense. They didn't want to look like the bad guys. Disney's not as bad as, like, Nintendo. No, Nintendo <laughs> would sue for less. Like, yeah. <laughs> Nintendo is like, oh, you played our game and, and streamed it to somebody? Uh, you're under arrest. <laughs> but Disney is very big on they don't want to stry sand affect themselves <laughs> into like oblivion. Yeah, I wonder if uh, I wonder if this will go anywhere. You know, I mean, this made a lot of money. Didn't make where well, else could it go? Is make, the thing. It didn't make any money, but like it could have made a lot of money if it wasn't donating all of the proceeds. But I'm just wondering if eventually they try to stage something like this. Maybe they flesh it out a little bit more and then try to actually stage it. I mean. Who's the, 
I don't know. I don't think they can, really. Because I I can't even say is the wacky part. Like, there is no precedent for any of this. It's true. This is the first time this has ever happened. And all because of, like, collective, like, homebody syndrome, because we're all trapped the hell inside. Also because of the greatness of Ratatouille, which is the best Pixar movie. It is. It really is. Like, I, I think I stood by that when we did our initial record, but it it, it is. Yeah. Uh, and, and Soul has come out and has not dethroned it, so... Uh, it is very good, though. Soul is pretty darn good. Soul's very good, but Ratatouille just is It hits so that good. sweet spot. It's so good. Um, all right, let's talk about the show. I mean, right, we both Andrew. watched it now. We did, we did. Um, you watched it just last night, so you're probably a little bit more fresh than I am. Um, I think, first and foremost, we got to talk about the casting. The casting of this was... I thought it was quite good, actually. I was expecting worse. There were some pretty wacky choices. Um, specifically, I'm thinking of, like, Adam Lambert as the brother, who is, like, a big, goofy, chunky guy, and Wayne Brady as the dad. Like, Wayne Brady looks too... I know he's older, but he looks too young to be anyone's dad. Okay, I can understand the casting, though, because, I mean, imagine this was a normal stage show. You gotta get the one big star, you know, that, like, well, everybody everyone's knows. everyone's the one big star, kind of. Yeah, but Adam Lambert has, like, a lot of sway outside of music theater. Yes, yes, you're um, right. I see what you mean. That And, like, where else, are you gonna, where else are you gonna put him except for, like, the brother role? <laughs> Um, yeah, because you can't really make him Linguini. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He, and the, the guy who was playing Linguini was fantastic. Andrew Barth <laughs> Feldman, like, he's a kid. Like, he's about to go to Harvard right now. Fantastic. He did a great job. He was great. I think everyone did a great job, even if they did something different. Um, I wasn't a big fan of how they portrayed Remy, the character himself. I think Titus Burgess. <laughs> they were trying. A- I think the problem with Remy is they relegated him to a narrator role and they cut so much from the movie and give it like made it narration because they wanted it to be shorter and they didn't have enough songs i think so most of his character is just him explaining what's happening (laughs) (laughs) and then throwing like a trigger warning joke in there yeah it's just like if this was an actual i can picture this being an actual show and him like not having to like Every time he talks, explain like ten different things that happened. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then we became best friends, and blah 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 blah, blah, blah. and then this, and then this, and then oh my gosh, and then the climax of the film happened. If there is a worst part of the show, it is that they had to cut so much, and it's just like it. It almost feels like a third of of the show is is Remy explaining what actually happened. <laughs> 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 I mean, kind of. I'd almost kind of prefer like a narrator character as opposed to Remy being the narrator. So at least you can kind of make Remy his own thing. There, though, in the show, there. Yeah, in the he movie, the narrator. In the movie, Remy is the narrator, and he does do that. So I see why they did it. But like in the movie, he doesn't have to explain as much stuff. <laughs> as uh, right. in I'm, this <laughs> like they take what is it, it's about an hour and 40 the movie it's a long yeah. pixar movie and do you know the backstory behind that sh- film um that brad bird had to come in and like fix it and like had to redo most of the film in like a third of the time i i did i don't know the backstory all i know is that the finished product is amazing but i don't know the backstory of it yeah brad bird is a good director um a, a very demanding one but a very good one um, I feel like for f- an hour long, it 
feels like, okay, this covered everything. All the songs were fun and like all that. So let's let's dive into these songs. Let's 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 just think about it. That opening orchestration where you have the girl from TikTok coming up and she's like, Oh my gosh, we all came together and did this, and then you hear like the overture and the actual orchestra they got together to play these TikTok songs. My Honestly, God. The songs are by far the best part of this show. Yes. Um uh, because the book is rushed as heck, and you can kind of tell, like, because right. most of the book is just exposition, like 90% of it, as I was just explaining. Uh, <laughs> but the songs, and they, the only complaint I have is that they kind of overuse the one song, the uh, the Remy the Ratatouille song that was the most but popular. But they slide it into, like, other songs, and it works pretty they good do. for me. It works pretty good, and for such a short show, to have that recurring theme throughout is a good thing. So, I guess if it was a longer show and they did that for every song in, like, a two-hour show, I'd probably complain more about it, but uh, <laughs> it's only an hour long, and there's only, like, what, maybe six or seven songs? I don't even know. <laughs> I, I don't know either. Um, but I remember the first one, like, Trash is Our Treasure, sung by Wayne Brady. Like, that was incredible. It says... A- Credible as the TikTok itself and captures everything that I loved about that original version in a much bigger, much more elaborate, orchestrated number. And I th- want to compliment the people that turned like the basic piano into like a full fledged musical theater sound. Yeah, like, I'm wondering that was remarkable. who they got to do the uh, orchestration on that because there was definitely additional composing and stuff than just what came from the TikTok uh, videos. <laughs> it was recorded by the Broadway Sinfonietta, which is pretty cool, and like I loved like the look of all of them. They 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 were yeah, hats off to them. Um, I I think it's very nice that they wove Remy into some of these songs. Yes. I remember my biggest complaint with the TikTok <laughs> videos is that literally none of them contained Remy. <laughs> yes, none of them. They didn't give him an "I Want" song, and here they push his I Want song into the opening number in a very good way that I thought worked very well as well. Yeah, and I liked that a lot. And honestly, that was where I was like, man, I'm actually a bit impressed by this. They made it, like, work. <laughs> they made it a musical. <laughs> like, they did it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, Who'da I, funk? I was kind of expecting, like, okay, it took an hour long. They're just going to have some big names sing a few of these TikTok songs and okay. But they actually, like, made it kind of work. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, they took the basic ideas from the movie, like, with the opening number, Anyone Can Cook, with Chef Gusto, who really doesn't show up again. Like, he was a ghost and recurring character throughout the movie, and he, like, has his opening scene and then doesn't I feel pop like up if, again. if it was an actual fully fleshed out stage show, he would be in it more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like with one hour, they had enough characters that they had to get through uh, that they couldn't really give him more time. Uh, no, that makes sense. <laughs> But he's great when he's on screen. Like he looks, oh, yeah. Chamberlain looks the part. Absolutely, it's really good casting, and he's he does a good job with it too. He brings them energy, and how it becomes like Remy's "I Want" number, and like the basic theme of it, and then it all ties together we... with uh, the review at the end. It's it's like it was meant to be a little bit. We have to sort of discuss the ridiculous uh, way that this is done. Uh, Gusto is literally just uh, Kevin Chamberlain is the guy, right? Yeah, uh, he's just in his kitchen. 
<laughs> and he put he put the book up the the, yeah, the he like, did. novelty book. He did put the novelty book up that he probably printed off of his home computer. <laughs> but it, like it works. It's half of the show is like um Look how, at their house. Look at how nice their house is. It's kind of like that, but it's it's more like a a bad like YouTube recreation of it's like Ratatouille. us right now. If we were to recreate Ratatouille <laughs> as is right yeah. now, I I don't want to compare it to like uh old like nostalgia critic type stuff. Oh, but no. like no, you mean current <laughs> nostalgia critic like stuff. Oh, you're right. You're right. It honestly, <laughs> the older stuff was more more effort was put into it. <laughs> I'm about to say no, but like. That's kind of how half of the show feels because none of them are together on stage. So they're kind of like I think the funniest part is the the fight scene with the uh um what's her what's the old woman's name? Uh Mabel. Oh, I don't remember. Uh, yeah. Uh that and she right. she's going to kick the rats out of the kitchen and it's literally just like them pretending to run and they're <laughs> like their split screen gets cropped in, and and Mabel pushes them ar- pushes them around. It's so bizarre. <laughs> I mean, shit like that. Uh, the thing that bothered me sometimes is when the timing wasn't quite on for the other person, and they had to like slow it down, and you could see the artificiating yeah. of like their body as they kind of like. I mean, I I guarantee it's hard to coordinate something like that where there's people right. speaking and responding, and especially singing and responding. Yes, um, and they're not actually together. So I mean, I can I do see that. I do want to say, like, the one I think I felt the most chemistry f- between them while they were singing um, was Ashley Park, who played Colette, and Andrew Barth Feldman, who played Linguini. Like their scenes, like. They really jive together, like they felt real. I I think um, another complaint I had with the show, which is is way more a limitation and not an actual complaint, but like they had to skip most of Linguini's plotline. Yeah, um, which felt a bit sad because I honestly I wanted to see more Colette and Linguini. I think that they both did really good. Yeah, um, they didn't really have a good like love song, quote unquote. No, but I feel like it's mostly because they had to skip it all, because right. they had they had to get to the ego stuff in the and the, they had the Skinner song as well, so like they had yeah. to they had to skip cover a lot of ground. I'm surprised we- they didn't skip the Skinner stuff, but I guess they just had a good song for him prepared, so they, right they went with it. And they didn't really talk about the other funny characters, like the Will Will Arnett like guy that kills a man with his thumb and all that. They didn't really have places here. Yeah, they just skipped all that. I mean, I'm picturing in my head like this actually going to stage and right. We're trying adding, to. We're trying to give this as much credit as we can. And them adding all that stuff, but as it is right now, I mean, none of that stuff is there. So it, no, uh, it's still it's missing aspects of the movie that are really great that could I think could fit and could work really well, but aren't mm-hmm. there right now. Um, what, what I I. It's hard to talk about this show because there's a lot of praise um, to drop on it. Did you catch? This is the one part that floored me. Like, the one part that I was like, that got snuck in. They wouldn't probably have allowed that. Um, and it was the F-slur, the gay F-slur being dr- slid in there by Larry Owen. I don't think I caught that. 
Yeah, a lot of people didn't, and I was I remember watching it because I'm like, oh, it's Larry Owen from um The Strange Loop. I love him. I feel and like I would I feel like I would have noticed that, but I don't think I caught it. It was literally a one line cameo, and he said he was like from. Uh, I, I'm sure the line was written as I'm from the what you call it baguette, but he said it as an F instead of a B. Okay. Do you think it was intentional or do you think that I was I think like, it was intentional from it. him and he just did it as a joke. Like okay. to see if anyone would catch it, to be honest. And they and a lot of people didn't. Yep. <laughs> Including me. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> So that was the one thing I was like, oh Dis- Disney's not gonna be happy when they find that out. I mean maybe it wasn't intentional, maybe it's a weird thing. I don't know. <laughs> no, it was very much intentional if I know Larry Owen based on his Twitter. Oh boy. Okay. Um, best song, Andrew. What do you think the best song in the show was? Um, I I think Remy's uh, "I Want" song. I was the most impressed by. I was like, mm-hmm. wow, they actually made this happen. I especially remember them coming back to the Remy the Ratatouille theme, and like the lyrics didn't weren't that. And I was yeah, like, oh my god, worked. they they fixed the lyrics. Holy shit! <laughs> like, I I was pretty impressed. What'd you think of um, Adam Lambert's song? Um, I forget what it's called, but he has like this. It's he like really brought life, out the life of a rat or something like that. Yes. I don't remember. Uh, I do. I did like that song though. I think he he did a good job. I don't with think it. there's a single bad song in here. Like I know they're like TikTok Honestly, songs but done by bad, kids, but still, the bad stuff is the 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 stuff that isn't the songs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like the songs are the parts that work. Everything I can complain about is like the book which honestly i feel bad even complaining about it because obviously this show was like rushed together so like it's not really fair to to complain about this stuff but the bad stuff is like the book the way that the set had to be done because obviously they couldn't get together like that kind of stuff which is not fair to complain about you know whereas Mm -hmm. the songs are like honestly impressively good for what it is (laughs) The one I think I was surprised by the most was the <clears throat> Anton Ego song, um, which, as a TikTok, I was a little unimpressed with. If you refer to the footage, I was like, "I think oh, it was uh, going to work." I think it was more of a performance issue. I think you you get a uh, De Shields in there. What's his name? Is that right? Andre De Shields. Yeah. Yeah. You get him in there, and it's like, all right, done. <laughs> sold. I'm sold here. And he was perfection. Like, oh yeah. There's. <laughs> Nothing I would change about him at all. Oh, no. That was great. I, I think the way they had the younger one and him sing together was good as well. Uh, that was beautiful. Like, actually a beautiful moment in this weird TikTok parody yeah. thing. Which is why I'm like, I'm thinking, like, is this really just going to go away? You know, like, because this is, this is gone today, right? At 7 yeah, o'clock today. It- at so by the, by the time by the time you're you're listening to this, it's you gone. can never hear this again. It's gone unless yeah. you download well, it illegally. I'm sh- I mean, I'm sure it's somewhere, but it's yeah, gone. Be, yeah, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> Sorry, you missed out, fuckers. Yeah, I'm I'm sure you can find it somewhere, but technically, legally, it's gone. Uh, yeah, you're I'm, not gonna I'm find little, this. I'm a little disappointed by that because it's like th- there's a lot of good stuff in here that. I want to see expanded on. I'd love to see this like as a full show. Like, <laughs> yeah. The only negative about this is the limitations based on what they had to do. Like, honestly. Yeah. 
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. So Disney, hire all these children. <laughs> hire these children to write your musical. There, there's honestly so many legal problems going forward from this, though. Do we want to talk about that? Do we? Do we really want to talk about like why? Literally, I mean, in one night, they made an entire yeah. week's worth of money. <laughs> it's true, but it, technically, if they try to make this a real show, the composers of the show of the songs are. All well, not all, but probably at least some of them are are not legal to work. So how do you do that? I mean, uh, <laughs> that's a question. Like, how do you get a Hannah Montana out there? Like, that's the fact is you do have those child abilities to like get Miley Cyrus dancing. Yeah, and shit. They I guess could pull jump through the loops, but I feel like there'd be a lot of money sharing, and then no. My one would biggest get worry, uh, if they try to go forward with this, which I would be shocked if there isn't somebody at Disney that's trying to figure out how to spin profit out of this. Right. Um, I would be very shocked if there wasn't somebody looking at this like this is just free money. Somebody else wrote this for us. <laughs> we can literally just take it, and the we the audience is there. We have proof the audience is there, and they want this. Yeah, and like Disney technically already owns the majority of the rights. They just don't have the songs and stuff, but they have the right. whole movie. I mean, <laughs> like uh, this doesn't exist without the movie. The question is, the thing is, th- this is where the insidious part comes in, um, which is my fear. So what? Let's say I'm Mr. Bob Iger or Bob Chaykek or whoever the fuck runs Disney right now. Yeah. All right. Let's say that you and I are both that. I see this and I'm like, huh. All right. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna try to get this viral beforehand. Start slipping some things in. Um. Let's say we want to do um a Bugs Life the musical, and we just say that's what we're doing, and then we're like. On our official Disney page, submit your song for A Bug's Life, the musical, and then sign all this shit, and then we own that song yeah. forever, and you get nothing. And that's, that's the... what I think the next step is, to be honest. Yeah. And that is the shitty thing. I was just going to say, I'm worried about the rights of the composers, because yes. some of these people don't know their rights, and they'll just be like, Disney wants to use my song! Uh, they're going to give me $200, and then Disney's going to make... <laughs> Disney's gonna make millions off of it, and they get two hundred dollars yes. and no royalties. Put it on freeform or some <laughs> shit, and just play it a thousand times. Like they yeah. won't even make the musical; they'll just own that song and be able to meme it themselves. And I guess my one thing to say is, if Disney approaches you and you're one of the people that wrote one of these songs, read your contracts. Read the contract, please. <laughs> yes, protect yourself, kids. And that's not for my sake; it's for your sake. You you're owed the money. Okay, get royalties out of your portion. Yes. (laughs) And that's the scariest thing of this. The thing I honestly want to happen out of this is these kids get jobs in the future. Like, this is the best thing to have on a resume that people can refer to. It is nomenclature like so. There is is videos of famous Broadway people singing your music. I mean, imagine how great that's going to (laughs) look on a portfolio if you're applying to NYU or Tisch and you have like Wayne Brady singing your song. Yeah. It looks good. So, you know, just don't throw that away because Disney approaches you with $200 and, and you're, want, you want that money. <laughs> yes. I think that's the reason why Disney won't do more with this because they want to control their narrative and they can't control this. This happened 
outside of their things, and they're not a big fan of that. Which, here's another question. Will we ever see a Ratatouille the Musical, like a true on-stage Ratatouille the Musical that's unrelated to this? That is unlikely. Only because that was after the Pixar deal. <laughs> there's there there there's a wacky territory of legal things. So when Disney and Pixar made their initial deal with like Toy Story and all that, they made a mm-hmm. deal for five original films and Disney would own those films. So if Pixar wanted to fuck off and go somewhere else after the contract was up, Disney owned Toy Story, Bugs Life, Monsters, Inc. And had the ability to make sequels to them. But Ratatouille's um, not in that. We're about to get there. So after the contract was up and Michael Eisner was like, I don't need them. We don't need Pixar. We have all the sequels to their movies. Um, Pixar was like, fine, we're just going to keep on making movies. And Ratatouille was one of the movies that they had started and Wally. Those are the two films that they did while they were just free agents. Then Bob Iger took over and he's like, no, we need Pixar. We Get them, get them, get them back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, and though, they, were- they do need Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, well, we've got these two movies. You have to release them. And it was Ratatouille and Wally and the starting position of Up. So that was the one things that like Disney didn't out and they had no control over its creation. So for one, that feels like a slap in the face to Disney that everyone's like, why are they gardening around this one? The one that we didn't create with them. <laughs> yeah. And that's why it's so good, by the way, because Disney didn't yes. have anything to do with it. <laughs> Though Disney is putting Ratatouille attractions into their theme parks, they're they're I mean, if you got it, what the (laughs) hell else are you gonna put in like Paris Disneyland, Disneyland Paris? I don't know. Ristacats does that take place in Paris? That feels like it does, right? I'm pretty sure that's like a British thing, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. I have honestly, I honestly don't remember. Who cares about a okay Aristocats the musical, (laughs) the TikTok musical? Aristocats the TikTok musical. That's already a musical though. That, well, Everybody so wants to be a cat. Do we a... cut out the racism? No, you keep that in. <laughs> We're Disney. You always keep in the racism. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. So, um, but now we've done it. We've gotten to this. We promised the first time that once this got to it, came to a head, we'd give cheese ratings. I do want to bring up how the end part where they have, like, the actual TikTokers next to their, like, equivalents for who sang their song. I don't know why. That got me super emotional. Just watching the end credits was, like, a real a real emotional experience for me, more than anything else in the show. It was great. Honestly, I'm a little sad that this is just getting removed. Like, it's just not going to be available anymore. I feel like for legal reasons, they have to. I, I mean, I understand that. It's still, I feel like it sucks. Oh, yeah, it sucks. No one says that legal reasons are good. Yeah, legal reasons are probably the worst reason to do things. Uh. <laughs> I mean, following street signs and shit, maybe that's a good reason to keep on trucking our way. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. I'm just, I, I just wish I, we could continue to go back and revisit this, you know? I don't want this to end. I want this to keep being worked on and theater is a living thing. I'm just very interested to see what Disney's equal opposite reaction is going to be. Because there will be a reaction. We just don't know what it is. Yeah. All right. Well, what's your cheese rating here? Um, my cheese rating is American Cheddar, um, otherwise known as Rat Cheese. <laughs> That's funny. Because Remy the Ratatouille, the Rat Cheese of our dreams. So I'm going to be honest. I can't, fi- I can't find what cheese it was that he found. 
Um, you just say the cheese that rat, the Remy the rat found at the beginning of Ratatouille. Sure, I guess I'll say that. Just what'd pretend... you think of it though? I honestly, I I enjoyed it more than I was expecting. I was going to. I, I thought it was going to be like a really cheap kind of thrown together mess, which to be honest, it kind of is. But the songs in are the good. best way. The songs are good, and it feels like everyone is trying. You know, it doesn't feel like anyone is just there because, like... No one's uh, phoning it in. Yeah. Despite like, literally phoning it in. Yeah, despite literally literally speaking, phoning it in, no one feels like they're phoning it in. So, I'm going to give it a good, a good rating, and it's going to be the cheese that Remy finds when he's trying to... He, he, he wants to do something with that mushroom, and he finds a cheese, I'm pretty sure. I can't remember. He finds a cheese, right? Maybe he doesn't. Uh, all else fails. Uh, it gets a it gets smoked gouda because <laughs> it was really gouda. Yes. No. Kill me. Kill me. No. It gets smoked gouda because uh, I've recently started getting into gouda cheese. Uh, it's quite good. I didn't. I never used to really eat that. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I'm starting to like fancy cheeses too. Like it, it's become my. I kit. went through. I went through my whole uh, 25 day uh, one cheese per day uh, calendar. Advent calendar, your girlfriend advent, got you. Yeah, advent calendar of cheese, and I was like, you know, I I just realized I've never really had Gouda cheese, and they had a few Goudas, and I was like, this is not bad. So you, you should have said it was pretty Gouda. I'm not using that joke. <laughs> All right, Andrew, you got anything else left to say before we call it a day? Leave. Let us know what you guys thought of this. Also, very important. We want to know what you thought because yeah. we're we're just two I mean, idiots on the internet. Honestly, with how popular it was, I guarantee most of our audience has already watched it. So oh, let yeah. us know what you think. Um, let us know where you want it to go, and uh, let us know what legal avenue you think it has to go there. Yeah. And what do you think <laughs> the future of TikTok musicals are? <laughs> what do you think the next TikTok musical is? Me, I'm hoping for Aristocats. <laughs> I, I just want like emo rock band Aristocats. Oh yeah, like a like a bloody Andrew Jackson, but Aristocats. Yes, bloody bloody Aristocats. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. I'm all in. Or like Razia's Shadow, where it's just like Brandon Yuri whining for 25 minutes because he's a cat. <laughs> Everybody wants to be a cat. Everybody wants to be a kid. Oh wait, 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 wait! Before we go, how many of the how many of the music theater references did you catch? Oh, I caught a bunch of them. Like, what are the ones you come come to your mind? I think mind I now? caught four. Uh, at the very beginning, I think the first one I caught is they did the Sweeney Todd thing. Yeah. Uh, and then they did uh, Cats after that. Of course. And then there was the really cringy one where they did Les Mis. Uh, that yeah. was. That was painful. They should have cut that. The thing one. is, the songs weren't pastiches <laughs> of musical theater songs, if that makes sense. Like they weren't ripping. That's why it kind of felt weird to me to have that stuff in there. Is because yeah. the songs were so original, and having those felt so like it's just like derivative. It's just like they wanted it to be like a celebration of Broadway, since it didn't really happen this year, I guess. Um, but it did feel out of place. It was like, why are you doing the Sweeney Todd jingle here? You know, <laughs> why, why are we referencing cats? <laughs> because cats 2019, Andrew. Uh, I feel like there was another one I caught, but I can't even remember at this point. Uh, I, I just remember the F slur and trigger warning. Yeah. Sincere, trigger warning. Like 
It was triggered warning sincerity. I was like, you don't need that. That's a bad joke. And this is a this is a far far right musical. Uh, we have all the conservative memes coming in. <laughs> Remy the, but the thing is, like the 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 moral ratatouille is kind of like a libertarian idea of like. Well, it's you a know, Brad Bird property. I mean, they, they all have Brad that. Bird fucking loves libertarianism. I don't know who loves it more, him or Zack Snyder, but they both love it. Zack Snyder doesn't like libertarianism. Zack Snyder is a fascist. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Zack Snyder like loves Let's not, Atlas Shrugged. Can we can we not that. pretend though? He likes Atlas Shrugged, but all of his movies are straight up like like I should kill whoever I want. I should kill Who's whoever stop I want. Me? Uh, the Muslim horde is coming, and we have to stop them. <laughs> did you notice? I, I know we're like a Ratatouille episode, but did you notice that in the Batman v Superman, that the guy who kills fucking B- Batman's parents is suddenly like a brown guy? Yeah, um, I didn't watch. He's that never movie, been a, br- but <laughs> he's never been any color but white in any other version. But suddenly, when Zack Snyder films that scene, he's a brown man. Uh, yeah, that's because Zack Snyder is a fascist. Um, <laughs> I mean, have you seen 300? <laughs> I have Come not. Come on. I, I, was a f- I could not handle my erection while while sitting there looking at Leonardo. 300 is literally, like, it's 300 white guys fighting off, like, brown pseudo, pseudo-gay brown people. Like, <laughs> that's literally what 300 is. Like... <laughs> Uh, My favorite part is when um, Gerard <laughs> Butler tells a poor, a poor like leprous guy, "I can't fight with you. Go away. I hate you." Yeah, he's just, he might as well have called him a degenerate and sent him off. Remy the Ratatouille, and that's all from us, guys. That that devolved. That's what happens when you get the bonus episodes. You never know what you're gonna get. Never know what you're gonna get. We might just go into how you know Zack Snyder is a Iron Rand libertarian, but also mostly probably just like a Nazi. But (laughs) it's libel. It's it's slander when it's print in print. It's it's slander when it's in print. It's libel when I'm saying it. Um, yeah. You know, but if he if he uh, you know allegedly, He's alle- <laughs> allegedly a horrible fascist. Allegedly, uh, all of his movies are definitely fascist propaganda. <laughs> we'll see you next time on Musicals with Cheese. Um, we have an actual episode coming out this week. Um, this is not a replacement no, no. value. We no replacement. This is a this is bonus. Plus some. You're getting more content from us. Don't whine about this cluttering up a goddamn like podcast feed. You're getting more content from us. Sick. Uh All right folks, we'll yeah. talk soon. Bye. <laughs>
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.